Thank you for tuning in to The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. I wanted to give you guys two things that will totally help you out with your walk with God. You're struggling with thoughts, you're struggling with sin, you're struggling with whatever, like obedience to God, discipline. There are two things that will definitely help you out in your walk with God over this hump. But the problem is a lot of times we don't want to apply those two things. And God has specifically been talking to me in my life about these two things. I told you guys last time that I got this new tattoo and it was a tattoo of the valley, just how God will take you from your mountaintop to the, to the valley below to be able to work on things in your life, to work on those things so that you become who he's called you to be. You struggle with, depre- uh, with depression, you struggle with certain sins, whatever the case is, God wants to take you down to that valley so that those things can be fixed within you, so that you aren't just talking like a Christian, uh, just in words, but in action, you're living that thing out. And so in these moments, in these valley moments, God will ask us to do things that will hurt. He will ask us to do the very things that we don't want to do. And two things that God has been speaking to me about, and this is my valley right here, um, being in a place to where I was working at a church and I felt like I was on the mountaintop, right? It, everyone knew me. Um, you have a, a, a degree of clout, you know, when it comes to the Christian circles, working at a big church and all of that stuff. But then when God wants to do certain things in your life so that your character lines up with his son, uh, uh, a lot of times we will say, okay, not yet. I don't want to work on that just yet. Or maybe it's too hard. I'm scared. And you know, just chill out. Not yet. The two things that God is really beginning to continuing to impress upon me and just stamp, um, on my heart and within my soul is one that God is enough Two would be accountability, accountability and structure. I said for years, God is enough preaching. God is enough. Uh, saying and declaring that God is enough in our daily lives. God is enough in our circumstances. We can have the victory because God is enough. We can overcome because God is enough. We can get through this struggle. Why? Because God is enough. But in my own life, there were so many areas where my heart did not line up with the, with the profession uh, of faith that was coming out of my lips. And this doesn't make us a hypocrite right? It doesn't make us a hypocrite, but we're supposed to speak the word of God and our heart is supposed to catch up with what we are declaring. We declare the word of God over our lives. And as we walk that out, as we trust God, as we walk in faith, those things begin to become a reality in our life. We we begin to see the manifestation of those declarations coming alive in our life. And so Praise God, I am starting to understand on a deeper level that God is enough in our singleness. God is enough in our depression and 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 all of the things that we're waiting on God to do instead of putting those desires on a pedestal and saying, God, I will work with our heart. We say, God, I will worship you. I will serve you forever if you do these things or make sure you do these things, right? But we have to get away from that and we have to get to a place to where we can live for God and God alone. We say so many times like, God, 
Let my life be a living sacrifice unto you. Let it be holy and pleasing and acceptable in your sight. And we have to get to a place where our heart changes and begins to match up with the declaration of our faith. Because if we are putting our hope in man or putting our hope in things, if our hope is not in Jesus Christ, it's going to all fall apart at some point in time. We're going to be disappointed at some point in time. So look at your life, right? Take an inward look. Where is your hope? Where is, what is your prize in your life that, that you are striving for? Is it to be more like Jesus or to gain the things that he wants to give to us? Do we just want the birthday presents or do we want an actual relationship with the father? So for people who are struggling with this, I think the way that we get to that place to where our heart begins to line up with the confession of our faith is we keep asking God, not that we have to continuously ask God in order to receive. No, because you say it once he hears it, but I think we also do it for ourselves. We continuously say, God, help me to look more like Jesus. Help me to love you more than I love stuff more than I love sin, more than I love this gift that I'm asking for you to give me, right? And and as we continue to just seek God and say, God, like, help me to, to, to get to a place to where you are enough. As we keep doing that, something begins to change on the inside of us. We can't just insert a formula and be like, okay, let me apply this formula. Boom, boom, it's done. Here it is. But we keep seeking God. We keep pressing in to the things of God, pressing in to worship. It's, it's, it's action that helps us to get there. So I'm professing with my lips, God, I want to, to, to look more like your son. I want to get to a place to where you are enough, to where you satisfy me, right? The more we go with the more we lean into obedience instead of our feelings, it'll get us to the place that we're wanting to get to. So obedience says, obedience listens to the voice of God, right? And God will just tug on me, spend time with me. I get up in the morning and I could pick up my phone. I can go ahead and start getting ready for work. But God will say, spend time with me. So I stop everything I'm doing before I pick up that phone. Before I start doing X, Y, and Z, I get on the floor And I bow in reverence to God and I praise him and I exalt him and I worship him. It's the obedience that helps push us to a place to where our heart begins to line up with what we are professing as Christians. We profess that God is enough. We profess that, um, that, that, that we are free from these hurts, habits, hangups, these strongholds, all of these things. But in order to get there, we need to be obedient to the word of God. And something that is very important as well is having accountability and structure. Without structure and accountability, we could fall. I'll go as far as to say we will fall without structure and accountability. A person with any platform can get so caught up in the worldly aspects of life 
of ministry, we can begin to try to please people or just focus on the outward appearance of ourselves. And we don't pull back and say, okay, God, those things that you're wanting me to do, spend more time with you and, and, and allow you to work on those, those hard areas in my life. If we don't do that, we could fall. We will fall without God being at the forefront of our lives. And so, so many times in ministry, we're so busy doing things. We're so busy serving people that we don't spend time with God and allow him to do the deep work within us that he's wanting us to do. And so the people that I am accountable to, I'm accountable to uh, two, three people in my life. And they know absolutely everything about me, the good, the bad, the ugly. Accountability helps us to be not just transparent, but I feel like it's almost like a degree of, uh, uh, of a good type of conviction. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if I have to tell someone the struggles that I had this week, if I had to tell someone that thing that I did that I knew I shouldn't have, if I have to tell someone the thoughts that were going through my mind that I was struggling with, then that brings me to a place to where my stuff isn't hidden. It's out in the open and these accountability partners are there to minister to me and, 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 and really just say, Hey, look, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's a loving rebuke. Sometimes it's stern love, but all the time it's definitely, um, um, uh, a word of encouragement and comfort. And when we do that, when we put the stuff that's in the dark in our lives, when we bring it out to the light so that our accountability people can encourage us and help walk us out of that, it really helps us to keep on that path that is narrow, that path of righteousness, that path of holiness that we are striving to walk along hand in hand with Jesus so we could be who God has called us to be, right? It's difficult. It's scary. It's frustrating. It's not something that we always want to do, but it's for our good. And we have to remember that we have to remember that, um, um, that these things that God is asking us to do, it's for his good. It's for, it's for our good. It's for his glory. Excuse me. It's for his glory. And so we have to definitely begin to just say, you know what? I'm going to die to myself. I'm going to stop hiding these secret sins, these thoughts that I'm having. I'm going to stop hiding them, but I'm going to begin to be transparent and vulnerable with someone who will speak the truth in love to me and will help me walk out of this thing so that I can actually walk in victory. But the problem is so many people want the gifts and the calling of God and not God. People want the power of God, but they don't want God himself. And I think that this is where the church really begins to just get jacked up and messed up. And uh, so often we just look like poor examples of Christ Jesus. Yeah, we're human, but man, God has been convicting us. God has been calling us to hire and calling us to accountability. But so many times we choose to decline those things. We choose to decline those things thinking that 
thinking that our sins will be forever hidden. But those things always come to light. They always come to light, you know, and I'm, I am far from perfect. There's areas in my life that I struggle with, but guess what? My accountability team, they know all of it and they encourage me and I do my best to make the right decisions daily. And I hope that you will start to do that if you aren't, or I hope that you just are consistent and persistent in that if you're already doing that. I hope that you guys enjoyed this message. Thank you again for tuning in to The Victory is Greater Than the, than, than the Struggle. This is the Next Lesbian Podcast with your host. I'm Jessica Newsom. See you next time, guys.